This is an ABC podcast. So before I started working at The Hookup, I obviously listened to The Hookup podcast, but there was another place that I did go to to learn about sex and relationships. And if you've never heard of them before, they're a duo from the UK called Come Curious, also known as Florence and Reed. You might recognise their faces or maybe their voices, but if yeah, if you don't know who I'm talking about, they're absolutely huge on YouTube and Instagram, and they've also got a podcast called Fucks Given. They're exactly like us here at The Hookup. They talk about all things sex, body, and relationships, and if there's something that you're curious about or maybe you need help with, they've pretty much covered it. You know, from orgasms on how to give head to eating ass, how to talk dirty, like literally everything that you could possibly look up to do with sex and relationships, like they have covered it. And the thing that I love the most about these two is that they've made even the most awkward, embarrassing things that you might be too scared to say out loud or ask someone and they literally just have no fucks. Like they'll talk about it with no hesitation. They'll lean right in. Honestly, I love them so much. So in this episode, you'll hear about their story, how they met, and also... They're going to answer your questions. So I put up a post on our Instagram asking you, what do you want to know about sex but you're too scared to ask? And Florence and Reed answered all of your questions. I'm talking farting during sex. I'm talking how to tell someone they smell down there. I'm talking shit during anal. Like everything that's awkward. They've answered it. Anyway, I hope you like this episode and I'll let Florence and Reed introduce themselves. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi. Um, I am Reed. I'm a a sex educator, mental health anti-shamer, a sex worker activist, and one half of Come Curious. Wow, that was such a good intro, Reed. I don't know what to say about myself. My name is Florence, and I talk a lot about sex and relationships on the internet and online, and I'm also writing books, and I direct, and I do lots of cool stuff, like the fucks given podcast yes we we have a podcast together which is called fucks given um and a youtube channel and do, that's the one roof of come curious which is why we're here today talking to your lovely self <laughs> exactly and you have been doing this together for a long time now what's it been like eight years we have like one of the best origin stories. We really do. I think it all started with both of our passion for wanting to create porn and it resulted on in us meeting on a porn set mm-hmm. and a very dodgy little porn set in Marlebone in London but you know silver linings the stars aligned and we mm-hmm. met each other and I was looking for a housemate to move in and Florence was the perfect fit and literally from there we just non-stop talked about sex constantly and we were because we were talking about sex so openly on a on an open level that neither of us had done before, we realized that we had so many hangups mm-hmm. and worries and issues that we both had shared. And we were like, oh my God, you're normalizing it for me. I feel so much better about my nipple yeah. hair, about my discharge, about the weird shit that I like in the bedroom. Um, yeah. And we decided with our with our filming backgrounds, we both have degrees in film, which is nice. Ooh, we, yes. we were like, well, fuck it. Let's just film ourselves and put ourselves up and lo and behold we burst I'm curious on we wanted to share the conversation about sex we wanted everyone to feel as like comfortable and confident as we were becoming 
or like learning to feel I think through the conversations I think we wanted to share our own journey as well because I don't think we we didn't get to a point where we were like oh my god we're amazing we feel so confident and so comfortable with all of these things it was like okay this is the, the, the starting point for us maybe it can be the starting point for everyone else too and that's why and we, yeah we wanted to put it we're online still not there eight, eight years later we're still realizing that we've still got so much more to learn and we're not absolute sex experts we are just two people going through life and talking about their sexual experiences and their relationships and what we've learned and hope in the hope that it will help other people feel more comfortable yeah about themselves you know speaking of hearing so much from other people and having had these conversations for such a long time what do you think is the one thing that still holds so much kind of stigma uh when it comes to you know sex and and needs to be spoken about way more Mm. i would say kinks yeah kinks and fetishes I think that's the thing that's still kind of deep dark in the crevices when it comes to sex talk. Like people are just starting to be okay with talking about like, I don't know, like anal sex, rimming, all of that stuff. But like when it comes to, oh my God, I like to call my partner daddy in in the bedroom or- There's so much shame revolving around it. And there's, there's a lot, I mean, I think it's, People think it's really cool. People are like, oh, BDSM. Yeah, let's try it. Be kinky. It's, it is becoming more mainstream because, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey and all that crap. But it's it's still for, for the people who actually have fetishes and kinks and, and have wants and desires in their bedroom, especially if they've been in long-term relationships and it's something they've wanted to explore but haven't felt the confidence to bring it up or like don't even have the tools to be able to talk about it or understand it themselves that's the one thing that we do see that crops up all the time um okay so come curious is all about normalizing conversations around sex like we've been saying there's still a lot of shame and stigma around a few things um you know it can get really awkward and get really messy so basically we told our listeners that we were going to chat to you um and we asked them to send through questions or I guess like certain things that they feel too awkward to ask you know anyone else like they feel a bit like too shamey or too awkward to ask so I'm going to read some of them out to you and would love to get your advice for them the first one we have is how to get over embarrassing moments like farts and stuff like that during sex Uh, (laughs) we talk about this a lot especially when it's like farting because I have IBS so farts are like a part of my everyday it's just the way it's got to be and especially it's something that you shouldn't be ashamed of yet we all have this weird tension and feeling about it um and it shouldn't be something that anyone should be embarrassed about because it's just a normal human bodily function it happens but depending yeah. on the way that you grew up if you had like a, a, I don't know brought up in a house that was far funny and everyone used toilet humor then they can be way more accepted or whether or not farts are a big deal and they can completely ruin your sex you know it it so depends it's trying to change that ruin into something that's a bit more light-hearted like ha 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 that's a funny moment okay well I've lost my orgasm but let, let let's let's laugh about it move on and then yeah. try, try and get the pleasure back I think humor is a really important tool when it comes to all of these things because it's like we all are humans. We all have these bodies. They all do these things. And sometimes farts happen, queefs yeah. happen. And like, you know, you can either kind of like ignore it and just carry on because it's just like, yeah, whatever. 
and you're like you might be so in the mood that like nothing will stop you but like most <laughs> most most often I feel like you have to be just like oh my god lol what, what that, was, that was really funny yeah I mean I the last time I had sex with my ex I farted when I was just about to orgasm and it like ruined the whole thing <laughs> but like <laughs> You know, it was funny. We, I mean, we were very comfortable with each other by that time, but it was still like, that was the first time that that had ever happened to me. And I was just like, I think I, my face probably just looked really shocked. I was like, oh. And then we both just like, we both just laughed. And it was, it was just quite cute rather than like, oh my God, gross. Yeah, that is really it's horrible cute. to date someone as well. And like your stomach is killing you and you're staying over the first time. You're just like, you're in agony. Yes in agony and you're like I just I need to fart but it's almost like your brain and your body won't let you fart because it's you're so scared so your butthole is tighter than anything and you're just like please just let me yeah. release and and it is having a conversation when that happens especially if you have IBS <laughs> or some kind of stomach issue as anxiety can do it as well just talk to them about it you know gauge their reaction see how they feel about bodily functions you know mention mm. uh, you know I'm my stomach is killing me and I've got a lot of trap wind like wh- what do I do you know see see what they say um because they might be like dude if you've got a fart you just gotta go maybe they'll release one and make you feel more comfortable <laughs> or if they're like oh I don't know if it, like if you need to do that can you leave the room then just sort of be like okay I'm just gonna go step outside for a bit and see if I can yeah do poses to release the pain I've done that with all my exes just go out of the room and they go out like onto the balcony or whatever do I'm like what are you doing he's like just a fart (laughs) that's so polite it is polite to leave the room it's so polite to leave yeah Yeah. which I don't want to do I want to be able to fart in company and laugh about it it's bullshit (laughs) it's my right I like leaving the room I like leaving the room I like to I like to fart in private okay speaking of smell another listener's question was how do you deal and what should you do when you give head and realize their genitals smell (gasps) I have been here so many times I had an ex that just just didn't really wash properly which really is not okay. Um, and that that was embarrassing. I think I went through a whole year and a half relationship not telling him that he needed to wash, which is not okay. I'm never doing that again. There's, mm. There should be no shame in it. Of course, there's no harm in saying like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry to say this. Like, it, don't feel embarrassed, but is there any chance you could just give yourself a little wash? Or you could be like, let's, I'm going to go and get a wipe. And you don't have to say anything and be like, oh, just, just wiping you up, just making sure you're all clean and nice. Okay, now we can go. It shouldn't be a point of, you're not trying to shame them. You're not trying to embarrass them because again, we're human. And explain to them like, we're human. Like, I, like we smell sometimes. And I would rather you tell me if I was yeah. a little bit wafty and I'm telling you now. And if they take it badly, then, then it just, again, it's just something that they feel shame over that they need to work on themselves. But having a conversation about it um, and just being like, it's calm, it's cool. Like I, I'm probably really smelly right now, but I'm gonna give you head and I'm just gonna give you a little whoop. Or you could be well, well sus and be like, hey, do you fancy having a shower together? Yeah. Shower move. It's always a good one. Yeah, like, shower move. So I study. I think like as much as the sort of sly moves are good in the moment I think if it's going to be a repetitive behavior like you do need to have the conversation like babe I really want to give you head but I just want you to 
wash a little bit more down there first because it does smell a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes brutal honesty is where you got to go. Rip the band-aid. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. Plus you're helping them in the future for all their yes. future partners and future experiences. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And yourself. Like a year and a half, right? And oh. Yeah. That not your I know. I was like I was a teenager, oh, you yeah. know, I was like 19. I just I just didn't know. I didn't have the tools of the lingo. I was just like, "Okay, I will suck smelly cock now," you know. Stages <laughs> never again. What a waste of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all these questions are on such a theme, but these are the stuff that I feel like you are the most equipped to answer and will make our listeners feel the most comfortable. But someone wanted to know, do people really care if they get shit on them when doing anal? Oh, I love this question. I think like, I mean, we always say this, that if you're gonna enjoy, like if you like anal sex, shit happens. Like you can't go into anal sex thinking, oh, this is gonna be a squeaky clean experience. Like you're literally fucking someone up the ass where they shit from. Yeah, you so, have been formed. You have been wrongly educated by pornography yeah. that teaches you that all anuses are clean and that is not fucking yeah. true. That's, that's actually abnormal and inhuman. I think some people potentially would go into the experience being like, oh, I want to try anal sex and they haven't thought it through. But I think maybe it's always worth having the conversation first, just being like, hey, like, you know, it makes me feel, I don't know, actually. Like, would you just say like, there might be shit, you know, like if we have anal sex, there might be shit. I don't know what my digestive system is doing right now. And I just wanted to warn you. And then, you know, it depends how they react to that, I guess. Yeah. Some people can get it wrong and they can be like, well, why don't you douche first? It's like, well, not everyone should have to douche. Douching is not nice. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. Some, someone said to us recently that sometimes douching makes it worse as well. Because yeah. it dislodges like some stuff that would have just stayed. <laughs> Yeah, and he was an anal queen. He, he true. He I listened to that episode. Yeah, yeah. Very true. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. No, that's great advice. That's really good. I think people just need to, like you've been saying, like hear these conversations, make them normal. Know that it is yes. completely normal, and everyone's going through the same thing. And I love that you've both come from the perspective of having worked in porn and seen the fakeness that goes into it, uh, and then you know being able to have these conversations so candidly with people now and just go like dudes like nah (laughs) it's all wrong like that's not actually real everyone that I've had anal sex with is okay with the shit happening yeah pretty much everyone it's just part and parcel especially like if you're gonna have vaginal penetration you might get discharge or blood there if you're gonna like fuck someone in the mouth you're gonna get saliva everywhere it's just it's part of being human we're not going around fucking like like robot sex dolls that are perfect (laughs) I mean it just wouldn't be as fun Oh my God, I have a funny story, actually. One of the guys that I dated, like, in the last year, he was filming, like, doing a sex tape with his ex and they were fucking doing anal and she was just like, I need to go to the toilet. And he was just like, just go. <gasps> oh my God, and I love And they that. carried on fucking through the shit. I love that. That's actually turned me on, him saying <laughs> Like wow, what kind, that's like insane. It's like I am, I am just thinking you as a whole. Yeah. I don't care what goes on. That relationship must have been crazy. Like the lack of shame there, and that probably was a really hot, interesting experience. 
it must have been yeah 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 it's like it's always in the moment though and then it's like after and you're like oh fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, but he's gonna clear up the bed who's who's yeah. sleeping in the file now yeah, yeah. I think I think that might have actually been the thing where it's just like he didn't smell it in the moment but afterwards it was yeah. like you forget that yeah yeah, that, that shit does smell. There are things that you can do that make <laughs> shit a little bit easier. Like, you know, making sure that you are using lube and making sure that you are having anal. Yes. Um, when yeah. you feel comfortable and when you feel right to do it, you know, if you are feeling uncomfortable, don't be pressured into having anal sex. You kind of have to do it when you want to do it, when you're ready. And yeah. you are less likely to have bad accidents. And if you do, you're sort of more accepting of them rather yeah. than like, oh I guess I should do anal then that's when the shame and the horribleness comes so yeah lots of lots of delicious lube yeah I love that you do vouch for that so much throughout the episodes you do it's like always normalizing <laughs> always. conversations about lube it's so good it's so good um another question and I feel like this is such a perfect one to kind of wrap up the listener questions is how to find your confidence during sex like how to feel good about yourself and feel more confident confidence is hard work confidence is almost like a skill we have to learn we have to unlearn mm. all those horrible things that we were taught and we're still being taught growing up trying to be a certain body type or a certain shape or a certain person or again looking at porn and thinking well I'm never going to look like that or be like that in the bedroom so therefore I never can be um mm. it's working on yourself it's working on your own thoughts and feelings and like really understanding where those issues come from as well as like putting yourself in and taking risks putting yourself in places where you are going to feel more confident you know dressing and dressing in clothes that make you feel sexy taking hot nudes of yourself enjoying yourself care more spending more time on you and also just being kinder to yourself so instead of allowing yourself to say negative things about yourself and your body stop mm. yourself right in your tracks because that's basically bullying yourself you know if somebody else was there telling you those things you'd be like you would like I don't know tell the police you would get them fired from their job and we don't do that we're, we're allowing ourselves to be so horrible to ourselves so changing that language up and saying like you know what yeah like I love my tummy rolls you have really saved me through some times and let me let me comfort you you know I love my stretch marks I love I love my boobs I love my nipples and and really changing that language can, yeah. can start to make sure you learn the right way to see your body. And that can, yeah. that can be life-changing. I think it's all about the conversation as well. Like, I guess why we started Come Curious was because the conversations that we were having about sex and being really open with a friend and hearing that they were going through the, the same experience definitely made me feel more, more confident about myself and like what I'm like in the bedroom as well. So I think it is kind of like... I think it's learning as well about sex more. So the more you talk about it, the more you have conversations, the more confident you will feel. If you feel confident in your body, you're more likely to feel confident when it comes to sex as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. taking nudes of yourself, I think for nobody else but yourself is mm -hmm. so empowering. I think photography and like photos of yourself can be so valuable 
And because you can look back at these photos as well and just be like, oh my God, yeah, I actually am the shit. I look so hot. Like in a moment where you're like not feeling your best, you can look back at these photos and be like, that's me. As well as like when you're in the moment, if you're unsure about something, ask, you know, ask questions. Be curious, be inquisitive, you know, ask them if they like it that way. Ask them how they like their blowjobs or how they like their pussy eating eaten. Do they like their nipples being played with? If so, can you show me which way so I can copy the way that you enjoy it? Um, yeah. And then that can just, yeah, make you just feel way Learning. Yeah. Learning, and I think. Know that you're is, gonna make mistakes. There's confidence in learning and knowledge. Yes. Okay, last question. What is the best thing you've learned from doing Come Curious? Oh, oh my God, there's just so many things. I have learned to be, well, I've learned to be confident within myself in the bedroom and just with my body and everything through Come Curious. The fact that we have got to speak to so many different people from all over the world has been like the most valuable experience. And I think it's allowed me to like think in a different way, to process in a, in a different way and like to understand people, connections and the world in such like a deep, different way that I just feel like the knowledge that I've learned from everyone is so valuable in terms of just like, just being me every podcast episode we record is like a therapy session and we are constantly learning new things about ourselves um Florence and I did some filming work yesterday and I learn like I love I love pussy eating but I I have a real problem with being able to achieve orgasm and I learned that it's not just the person giving that needs to know the techniques it's also me learning how to receive and accept Mm and how to be comfortable within myself enough to have an orgasm. And that was like, you know, just being so shocked about the information that we're still receiving, that is, that can be life-changing and just like a real light bulb moment of like, oh my God, I get it. Like this isn't just teaching somebody how to eat pussy. This is also teaching me how to receive it. Um, coming, Coming out about my tickle fetish, which had been a deep, dark secret for all of my life. And then having the confidence finally come curious, like gave me the confidence to actually be honest about it. And if not talk about it in front of the entire world. And now I feel complete and whole again, because I'm, there's no part of myself that I'm holding back anymore. It's like a complete honesty. This is fully me. And that that was like a full life-changing moment. Yeah. My therapist said something to me recently, which I just like to share with everyone because it kind of blew my mind. Because I was still kind of in the situation where I had had sex with someone and I didn't orgasm. And I was like, sex was good, but like I didn't feel satisfied afterwards. And I didn't orgasm. And he he just said to me, he was like, Well, your pleasure is your responsibility. And I was like, okay like what so and he was like in terms of communication and like you know like you in that moment could have like got a vibrator and like brought something into that moment you could have touched your clit you could have asked him to touch your clit like you could have communicated in that moment in an encouraging way with your partner if you if you wanted to take control in that moment and have that orgasm I was like, yeah, because I was just sort of expecting him to do 
I was like, I want him to want to give me pleasure. And obviously that I think is a very normal and like you would expect your partner to want to give you pleasure. But sometimes that does put a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. And we need to, you know, we should be the ones taking control of that because we're the only ones that really can give ourselves that pleasurable moment when it's like mind, body and soul. It's so true. I feel like that even extends further than sex into the idea of like we always just expect people to know. It's like you always expect them, well, you should know that that'll piss me off or you should know that that's what I like. People don't know. Like (laughs) you have to have these conversations. Um, Yeah. Which is like, yeah, like everything that you've been saying. And it makes me so happy to hear as well that you are like you've been saying you are learning so much still because then it makes me be like okay cool so this podcast is going to be happening for a long time <laughs> like you're so set on like yeah. just keep on creating stuff like you're still learning so um that makes me really happy to hear and yeah it's been so awesome to chat to you and introduce you to hopefully some people in Australia who haven't already yeah. you know seen your work fucks given is the podcast come curious the duo Florence Reed thank you so much for chatting to me Thanks for having us. It's been such a pleasure. It's been so lovely. Of course, yeah, check out the pod um, and and come and say hi on YouTube. (laughs) Aren't they the best, honestly? I'm obsessed. You can find them on YouTube. Just look up Come Curious uh, and at Come Curious on Instagram and you can listen to their podcast, Fucks Given, wherever you get your pods. Okay, have a good one. I'll catch you next time.